Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Adela Marcy Unplugged. I'm your host, Adela Marcy, and today we're sponsored by our friends over at purelyhosting.com forward slash Adel, where you guys can go ahead and get your domain sorted and your website worth $3,000 today as soon as you go ahead and get started. It's uh, heading over to purelyhosting.com forward slash Adel and order yours today. Also, we're sponsored this episode by Jason. Uh, dude, I can't say your surname. How do you say his name? Hornung? <laughs> it's it's Hornung. Yep. Hornung. Okay, so we're sponsored by Jason Hornung Agency. Uh, com. Links obviously below this post, so you guys will actually have a look at that. But yeah, dude, I should have asked you that before I went in there because I was like, how do I say his surname? Because people <laughs> butcher mine, so I'm like, screw it, let's just go with what happens. Um, but yeah, we got Jason on board today. Jason is a friend of mine, kind of what I would call he's like the third degree of separation between me and a couple of friends. Um, like we have so many friends in common, it's ridiculous. But I think it was Justin Brooke that turned me on to your stuff. Uh, I messaged you as soon as he posted something. You were like, hey, man, we should connect sometime. I was like, yeah. And this is before you had your agency as well. And uh, it's two years now. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. It's sm- It's funny how small Facebook really is. Yeah, it's really it's funny how small the world's becoming though. Like I was walking down the street the other day, and I live in London, right? By the way, like right in the center of London, and I was walking down the street, and I saw two of my friends that I haven't seen in a year, literally within five minutes of each other. Huh? It's the weirdest thing in the world. I want to say coincidence, but I think I might have like planned it so I can see them more. I don't know. Just you know, <laughs> some some law of attraction person can go ahead and explain it to me someday. Yeah, exactly. Where's Napoleon Hill when you need him? <laughs> you tell me about it. <laughs> or Joe Vitale, you know, just him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I will say this much. I did go through the whole secret thing for a really long time, but I will bag on it just for the fact that I did do it. But hey, there are some stuff I understand. I just don't believe in sitting around on my ass all day wishing for stuff to come to me. Yeah, I've never, I've tried that and it's just never worked for me. Yeah, I know, right? Tell me about it. God, if if only I had that Ferrari in my driveway, I'd be so happy right now. If I'm just gonna keep thinking about that for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> what? Get out of the Ferrari. Get out of the Ferrari. You know how I'm gonna get my Ferrari. I'm, at the end of this podcast, when it's ended, I'm be like, "Yo, Jason, do you want me like two hundred grand? I'll go buy a Ferrari. That way, we can make sure it happened." Yep. Yep. <laughs> I will deny you that loan, though. <laughs> Who says it's a loan? I'm a really good copywriter, so we all know how things can go down. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Just write those words for into cash, baby. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something completely different there. I thought you were going to like just write those words while your while your eyes are streaming tears. You're like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> that that just brought back a really powerful memory of actually when that happened. I was like 19 when it did oh man oh man it was uh i was doing a actually no it wasn't 19 it wasn't a client thing it was uh i was 16 or 17 it was my um final for my biology exam i was just sat there like crying my ass off trying to get my work work done i was like i need to do this so badly uh it's easy to say i failed biology i I literally left i left school like the year after (laughs) i was like screw this i'm gonna go get a job uh, the worries of uh, being a teenager, that's for sure. Pretty much. I actually became an entrepreneur the, like two years after that incident. So I was like, yay, fun stuff. <laughs> and, then, and, then you, and then you had opportunities to cry a lot more after that. Oh, yeah, definitely. But you don't ever admit that. To, to everyone else, we never cry or feel stress ever. It's all good. You're, as soon as you jump off that cliff, there's no moments of being scared. 
That's right. You will be successful. Instantly. Instantly. I mean, anyone that tells you that, like, push-button riches don't exist, they're lying to you. They're hiding the secret. Yes. By the way, Buy whatever they don't have. Yeah. Disclaimer, I'm taking the piss out of this right now, so don't <laughs> believe me on it. <laughs> I have to say that because the FTC, you do not want to piss those guys off like, uh, yes, you said this. It was out of context. <laughs> Yep, yep. We'll make sure make sure you put all the the asterisks and the and the links out and everything below the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish Jarek Robbins had actually let me buy that domain off him. He had a domain called buymyshit.com. Oh, nice. Yeah, I really wanted that. I would just I know I would just put so many random things on that site just to see what <laughs> sold. It would change on a week to week basis. Like one day it's an adult store, the next week it's t-shirts, another week it's like Play-Doh, who knows. Yeah, whatever, whatever sells, right? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, uh, for people that actually don't know your story, and, and for me as well, because I want to get to know more of your story and stuff like that, tell me more about you, dude. Like, uh, how'd you get started? Because I know you're in sales for, like, a really long time. Yeah, actually, I, I got started in business when I was 23, back in 2003. Um, I, at the time, uh, have you ever seen the movie... Uh, mall rats yep okay i at the time i was working in the mall in eden prairie minnesota that they shot the movie mall rats in um i i was a cell phone salesman at a little kiosk in that mall and i did really good selling phones i mean i made a made a lot of money and was really good at it but it was just boring as hell you know, because you sit there for most of the day while everybody's at work and you're just you're just literally sitting there doing nothing. I'd, I'd spend most of my day playing chess on the computer. <laughs> and, it's better than Solitaire. Come on. Solitaire, you yeah, get mad it, at chess. You can think a little bit. Oh, dude, I get mad at chess. <laughs> I get really mad at chess. It, it brought out like this really evil side in me, I think. So, But it, that's a whole other story. <laughs> But, but, uh, so anyways, one day like this, this huge dude comes in and I, I thought he was like a football player. Cause, uh, a lot of, uh, the Vikings training facility is in Eden Prairie and a lot of their, you know, a lot of the team lives in Eden Prairie. Um, so anyways, this guy comes in, he's got this huge ring on, it looks like a Super Bowl ring and he starts asking me about phones and I'm selling, you know, selling him some stuff for him and his family. And he was kind of asking me a lot of these weird probing questions and I, I didn't, think too much of it at the time but he ended up wanting a phone that we didn't have in stock and so I had to special order it for him and when it when it came in I called him and he he came back down to uh to the kiosk to pick it up and he started asking me some more probing questions and then finally he says you know uh have you ever thought about uh changing careers and I said, yeah, actually, I think about that all the time. <laughs> and he's like, okay, well, I'd like to, I'd like to hire you to be an insurance agent for American Family. I'm a, I'm a district manager. And I was like, whoa, that's pretty crazy. And, and he said, the only stipulation is you have to get licensed for insurance within the next two weeks. Wow. And I said, okay, I'll do it. And I, I, uh, I quit my job that the next day. And I signed up for insurance classes and I took them and I passed the tests in like seven days. And, wow. and then I went back to them and, and they, hired, they hired me to be an agent with American Family Insurance. 
Um, and so that kind of launched my uh, launched my career as a, a, an entrepreneur. Um, when I got into that business, I learned really quickly that um, you really don't have a business if you don't have marketing going and you've, you don't have leads coming in that you can sell. Mm-hmm. And they don't really teach you anything about marketing uh, in, in these organizations. So I started like looking stuff up online and trying to find everything I could about to learn about marketing. And that's how I ended up stumbling into Dan Kennedy stuff. Oh, good old Dan Kennedy. Exactly. Like everybody knows Dan. And it, and I put his stuff together, um, started doing direct mail, uh, and, and I started generating leads and I, I built a, I built a pretty good little business in five years um, off of Dan Kennedy style marketing. Um, and during that time, it started to, I started to see things in our industry was transferring over to really being online focused and online lead gen. And so I started uh, applying some of the stuff I learned from Dan and, and other places to online lead gen and just kind of blew, blew up my business. Um, this was about 2008 going into 2009 and, uh, towards the end of, uh, middle of 2009, uh, the, the company I was working for at the time, I had, I had switched from American family to state farm. Uh, they, they found out about a lot of the online stuff that I was doing and they didn't, they didn't like it. Um, technically I wasn't breaking any of the rules in our contract, but they, they just, they don't really approve of anybody having their own website. Dude, we just lost you. Hold on. Able to take your call at this time. Basically went quiet and then cut off. But you were saying that State Farm had this whole rule about no websites. Yeah, yeah. So they came down on me like really hard, and they they actually I had securities licenses, and they they actually filed a complaint on me with the SEC. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they they suspended my license, and so like we have these quotas and stuff for securities products. And I wasn't going to be able to meet my quota because I couldn't sell securities. And it just, it really pissed me off. Um, like, I, and I just, I literally just said, fuck this shit and I, I'm done. And, and I, I walked away from my, my state farm agency, just quit, walked away from the whole book and, and started, uh, my online advertising agency that I, that I have today. This was like December of 2009. Oh, wow. Yeah, so yep. that's, that's basically when you really like kicked it off and stuff. Well, I've got two questions for you, really, because okay, um, well, I can only remember one of them, which is really helpful. You know, just uh, I'm gonna blame the fact that it's eleven o'clock over here. That's what I'm gonna blame. It's, it's getting late. I'm kidding. Um, but what I was gonna say, the first question I'd ask is, was um, which Dan Kennedy courses do you actually recommend for people to go through? Because there's a lot of them. Like Dan has a lot of stuff, but like, which ones would you recommend are best suited? Yeah, magnetic marketing, hands down. Oh yeah, that's a, that's like a straight up one. Any others as well? I mean, magnetic marketing goes without saying because it's his bread and butter, really. Yep. If you want to sell high ticket stuff, the uh, his affluent marketing program mm-hmm. is go- is golden. If you if you only did two things of Dan's, 
those would be the two things that you would do. Oh, sweet. So it was like Dan got like the whole um, lead generation stuff set up inside Affluent as well. Because I've gone through magnetic marketing, but it's not really clear in there. It's kind of like it just gives you a concept and that's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the thing with Dan, with a lot of his stuff, is you you have to really take the concepts and apply them to your own situation. And that's that's really what I like about Dan because um, – you know, that that's more my forte. He doesn't really give you like a step by step by step. But if you really understand the concepts, and then you apply them to your own situation, you'll get amazing results. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that entirely. It's one of the things I love about Dan. I'm actually going through like my Dan Candy yearly kick, uh, like little binge watch where I've like, like loaded everything up on my iPad. And whilst I'm sleeping, I just leave it on. <laughs> nice. Yeah, got to get it in somewhere somehow. Got to keep going. All right, cool. So, with like, so you left off there. You started your agency. Then what? Well, I basically i I started getting some uh, some clients, and we were getting really good results. Um, I, I I got connected to uh, a couple of guys that I was working with. Um, I had bought some of their stuff uh, when I was when I was uh, doing insurance leads. And, uh, so then I, I connected with those guys after I left my, my agency and started working with them to grow their business. And, uh, we got great results there. So they told, uh, they told one of their buddies and I ended up going and working with him. Um, I, I went on as, as the CMO for his company, uh, for about 18 months and we, we took them, they were, they were losing about $20,000 a month when I came on board. And I, I took them to 80 grand a month profit um, within 18 months. Wow. And, and uh, he wanted to, he was trying to get me on this like crazy contract that was really restrictive and I didn't feel really good about it. So I, I ended up leaving him because of that and started marketing to get more clients. And, you know, within about six months, I had, you know, five or six clients. Um, and then I got it. This now, now we're talking. We're already up to uh, the middle of la of 2013. Okay. And uh, at that point, I, the clients I was working with wanted to start doing Facebook ads because they were all hearing about Facebook ads, and I, I hadn't really done much with Facebook ads, uh, other than lose money, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think everyone does that initially. I mean, I've only managed to start making a profit with Facebook ads. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I lost I lost a ton of money and then I didn't I didn't sit on it, but all these clients are pushing me to do Facebook ads. So I I kind of I bent and I I joined a mastermind on Facebook ads and started putting stuff together and it just it worked like gangbusters. Um so I used that to kind of grow my agency and and I just through some connections that I've made, I I got to work with a lot of really high-end people. Um, and, and those connections and the results that we've been getting them is just really kind of over the last, you know, 18, 20 months, just really blown things up. And we have now what a lot of people consider one of the top Facebook advertising agencies in the world. Yeah. I mean, you guys worked with, uh, Khan as well, didn't you? Like yeah. One uh, of them. Yep. Frank Kern's one of our, one of our clients. Um, I, I work with uh, digital marketer. Uh, Mike Filsame, Andy Jenkins, John Benson, Todd Brown. I mean, those are, you know, big names in the internet marketing space. Um, I got some others that I 
I can't that are really, really, really super well known that I I, I can't Obviously, say I work yeah. with them. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, we've all got like those kind of NDAs and stuff in place. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but that's pretty awesome, dude. I mean, that's pretty cool, like especially from like going from phone booth salesperson in twelve years to actually running an agency that's doing really well. Mm-hmm. And again, that's all built off literally just application of knowledge more than anything else. So that's yeah. like a big thing for anyone listening. But yeah, okay. So, what do you do like in your downtime anyway? Because I mean, I know for a fact, like entrepreneurs, everyone loves to say this because I got into a conversation with a friend about this the other day. That apparently I'm not allowed to bitch because of the amount of money I make as a copywriter. I'm not allowed to bitch about it because they're like, oh, you just sit at home and write words and you make money. I'm like, yeah, but it's harder than it looks. So, like, what time off? What do you do in your time off, like, to relax, recharge the batteries? Well, I, I haven't been doing a super good job of that lately. Um, actually, in in December, I I started experiencing some issues where, like, I I, I was getting this uncontrollable itch or twitch under my left eyelid. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, it lasted for about like three weeks. Um, and and then I also I I've developed ulcers over the years from being an entrepreneur. Yeah. And so my my ulcer flared up in December. So I, I like my stomach was just churning like constantly, and and my left eye was twitching nonstop. <laughs> yeah. For the ladies that are actually just trying to picture Jason's face, if you look at the photo that that we're using for this, just imagine that doubled over, cramped up, and in pain, squinting. That that's yeah. that's kind of the thing that you're gonna be looking at. Yeah, it was it was awful. Um, so I've committed to taking some more time off. But what it, things that really relax me, um, I'm really into board sports. So I, I do a lot of skateboarding, uh, snowboarding, stuff like that. Um, I do work out regularly. So I, you know, I work out like six days a week. That's kind of more of a stress relief type thing. And that's that's pretty much what I limit it to. Dude, are you goofy or regular footed? goofy good man oh thank god another goofy skater as well like you have no idea how many people i've spoke to and they're like no i'm regular i'm like fuck <laughs> another one just 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 because i'll be different i'll go goofy that's it i'll be the only one there um but no i mean it's really, really cool like that but you're talking to a guy with uh similar stomach problems i've because uh, i got ulcerative colitis a couple of years ago oh man oh it, it was the worst because like um one thing that I did learn, though, is there's a lot of natural cures for it that a lot of people don't know about. Like, I don't take any medication for it uh, whatsoever. I just naturally let my body deal with it, and it's healed me up really well. Um, but what I was going to say was, if you get turmeric, mm. like, whenever you have an ulcer, eat something like, eat some turmeric or something with turmeric in it, it instantly starts to, like, work as an uh, anti what was it? anti-inflammatory just mm, mm-hmm. starts really helping your stomach out and your body out. Hmm. That's good. Cool. I haven't tried that. Yeah, dude, I'm brown. I'm mostly Indian and part African. We frigging invented herbal medicines like this. So yeah, you should just take my word. The fact that I'm brown. <laughs> that, that's literally that, it. Truth. Truth right there. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Think about it. Do- like, you know who Dr. Rush Khan is, right? Yes. Yeah. Rush is actually a medical doctor. Like he's got an actual medical degree. So you can start a practice and be a doctor and all this, that, the other. And I spoke to him about it. He goes, yeah, I don't prescribe, uh, I don't prescribe any actual medicines from over the counter. I just like say, yeah, go here, go buy this fruit and eat this. I was like, how'd you figure that out? He's like, dude, I'm brown. What do you think? I was like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so damn true. 
Like we we just sit there and come up with our own shit and it just happens to work. <laughs> nice. But yeah, that's pretty awesome though. Um but again, I agree with you like especially with the resting and relaxing thing. I mean, it's incredible because I do uh jiu-jitsu, like a lot of Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Mm. Um, I took a month off, like all of December after I moved to London, because I was like, man, it's, uh, it was like a really weird, stressful situation. Um, I had to raise, what was it twenty thousand pounds, which is around thirty-two thousand dollars, in like thirty-two days, mm. and I had never done that before. And uh, I managed to do it and moved to London, literally by the skin of my teeth. And it was the weirdest feeling in the whole wide world when you do it, because then you just want to take time off and relax. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, this is not happening. I'm going to sleep now. I'm just going to sleep. So I took the month off from training, just like let my body relax and stuff. But this month, I've got to definitely get back into it because I'm competing in like seven weeks. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, the fun thing, though, is the competition there. It's just a regional show, but um, it'll be a lot of fun. Like, cause my friends are all going to be there and stuff. But uh, it's, it's relaxing, but it can get a little bit consuming. Because I've had it before. I've literally spent nine hours in the gym before just training. Yeah, that's the that's the part about hobbies for me is I get I get so obsessed with them, just like work. I mean, I think it's a common entrepreneurial thing. Like you, you know, you you just you get you spend so much time doing it, and then all of a sudden it's just this massive obsession, you know. And you and then you got to realize you got to back off a little bit and have some more balance in your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that starts giving you ulcers in the in the end and then you're like holy crap I, i'm working out too much i need to go do some actual work now <laughs> yep <laughs> i think i'm gonna take on like this year one of my big focuses for 2015 is gonna be um definitely taking some time to go traveling because mm. um, mm-hmm. like london's a central hub to the to europe and the world so it's gonna be really easy for me to board a flight and fly out so come uh, March time, once I've got all my stuff in place with the systems that I'm putting in place, which I will be hitting you up for as well at some point because you do traffic really well and I do copy really well. So, you know, it's a win-win for me. Um, just basically go ahead and start traveling around Europe for like three days, leave on Friday evening, come back on Monday morning. Just three days everywhere in Europe. Nice, nice. Yeah, I, you know, the whole the whole last year, like I had this, this goal in mind where I... I what I was trying to do for the whole year, like my financial goal was to hit a month where we did a hundred grand in revenue and I just busted my ass all year long. And then in November we, we got to 96 grand. (laughs) Yeah. I I missed it by like 3,500 bucks. And then, and then I, at the end of November, I'm looking at her stats and I, and this is when, when I had these health issues come up and I, I just sat and I looked at myself, I said, you know what, I'm just, I'm killing myself for this number and I'm making all this money, but I'm not actually enjoying anything. Yeah. That's the big entrepreneurial folly and the downfall I find is that you make all this money, but you don't enjoy it. Yep. And so I, you know, at the end, of, I, I took a whole bunch of time off in December and I just kind of reevaluated and I said, you know what, I, I want to, I haven't been snowboarding enough, so I'm going to, I'm going to schedule a bunch of trips and I already, I already booked them all out. So like this month I'm going to Colorado, uh, next month I'm going to Utah and then in March I'm, I'm spending a week in Alaska and I'm just going to hit the slopes, man. That's it. Oh dude, that is so sweet. <laughs> Um, I might actually have to join you when I'm out in the States at some point this year, just go snowboarding with you. 
Or if you're in California, you can go down to San Fran and hit uh, skate parks. Nice. Yeah, because nice. that would be a lot of fun, though. Like, just entrepreneur instead of entrepreneurial fight club, you have, like, entrepreneurial skate parks. <laughs> <laughs> Drag Frank and everyone else along, because they, they skate as well. It's, like, a really weird thing. I've noticed a lot of um, entrepreneurs are actually, like, really into board sports. Mm-hmm. But uh, have you ever done Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, by the way, or by chance? I have not. Oh, dude. Okay, so you know how you said that, like, chess frustrates you at times? Yeah. It's literally that, but human chess. Because you have to, like, figure out where your opponent's going and how you can best manipulate your body and their body to make sure that they don't go a certain place mm-hmm. to fuck you up. And it's, like, it's it's fun. It is a lot of fun, but you will spend a lot of time just being, like, this hurts. Your assholes. I hate you all. Wait a second, I don't hate you all. Yay! I love this! Ah! <laughs> Dude, are you a UFC fan as well? Uh, you know, I, I passively follow it. Um, I, I'm kind of intrigued by John Jones just because I, I really like uh, following people that are head and shoulders above everybody else. You know, I, I kind of gravitate towards greatness. Same. So I, 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 I keep an eye on what he's doing, but beyond that, I don't really pay attention to it. For me, it's it's always been Anderson Silva. Mm. From the first time I saw him fight in England, I was like, God damn, this guy's just a monster. And for like the longest time when I fought, I actually emulated his style for a very long time. Um, but then I stopped fighting for obvious reasons. <laughs> I became mm-hmm. an entrepreneur. You can't fight and be an entrepreneur at the same time. It's just not good business. Well, it is, but then again, threatening your clients to pay you, in, or you'll knock their teeth out, just you know, doesn't doesn't gel well with people. They they don't ever pay still. So. I know, right? Tell me about it. assholes. Just I know. I, I should just do. It. I should get some pleasure out of it. Well, you get you got to have like a you know pay within thirty day, or I get to knock one of your teeth out clause. Pretty much, I'm sure I can write that in. I'm sure I can write that in somewhere because no one really reads the legal stuff. They don't. Really, it's like, yeah, I'll sign it. It's like, uh, it says that you'll donate one of your kidneys and your firstborn son will be named after me. So, oh. <laughs> so at some point, I'm going to end up with a lot of kids with my name and they're going to be like, Dad, why am I named this random Indian dude's name? Uh, I lost a bet, son. <laughs> it was in the contract. Shut up. <laughs> Just don't tell your mother. I told her it was something else completely. <laughs> his copy made us a lot of money son shut up <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much it okay so i've got to ask this much because um obviously it's an entrepreneur this is uh, as much as i love hanging out on here we do get some business stuff done as well obviously you said like study dan candy but like if you had to go ahead and actually give like um we'll do it for both someone that's brand new um and someone that's a little bit more intermediate as in business as an entrepreneur what advice would you give them? Like one bit of advice that you were like, right, I've only got five minutes. This is the thing I'll tell you. And this is the thing I'll tell you. What would it be? Okay. So for somebody that's just starting out, um, it would be stick to one thing. Okay. Cause what, what happens is, is when you, when you get, when you start in this crazy online world, 
uh, people get what I call shiny object syndrome. Yep. And and they're const- you get on all these people's lists and you you're in all these different groups on Facebook and all this stuff and you see people talking about this idea and this idea and that idea and then there's a promotion for this strategy and this tactic and you get pulled in too many different directions and what what really ends up working is having the basics down. The basics really do work. So it's, it's, you know, picking one, one funnel model, for example, uh, picking one traffic source and, and just mastering those things and, and working on it and constantly tweaking it and refining it until it works. That, that is how you will be successful online. Um, and then once you, the, once you get that dialed in, then you can start going in and, and looking at some different strategies and tactics and seeing if there's a way that you can apply that into your specific situation. Cause a, a lot of people take, you know, like if, if Ryan Dice is doing a promotion, they'll take, you know, his, his product and what they're, what they're talking about. And they think of it as like it's gospel truth, like this applies in every single possible situation. But that may or may not be actually the case. Um, everybody's situation is unique and strategies and tactics will only work if you've got the right situation and the right offer and, and process and everything behind the, te- the, the strategy. I agree with that. It's And not to shit on this person because I actually love his work. It's like um, autoresponder madness. Mm-hmm. Like everyone, as much as I love uh, Andre's work, and that is like one of the best courses out there for email marketing. Um, I had a friend of mine literally go and say, yeah, this works for everything. But for some reason, I can't get it to work in my niche. And I just looked at it. And I was like, what's your niche? It wouldn't work in that market. They're totally different, like mindset to uh, what Andre wrote about. Mm-hmm. So again, like use it for what it is, but don't, again, take it as gospel. Yep, exactly. If you're going to try stuff, you got to test it and, and, and tweak it and refine it and make it work for your, your situation. People, most people don't get that. And a lot of people don't talk about it. So that, I mean, that was the biggest shift for me. Cause I like the, the first year that I was online, I mean, I tried so much different stuff and I, ha- I have the, the classic failure story. I mean, we, I almost went bankrupt my, my first year trying to do a whole bunch of different stuff. It's, I I'd tell the story, but I already got off track previously and it's, it, it sounds almost cliche because it's really similar to everybody else's failure story, but it is the truth. I think that's just like a prerequisite. I mean, if you don't almost do that, there's something wrong with you in my opinion, or you're basically Jesus in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and I ain't walking on no water. <laughs> but it would be kind of cool to turn water into wine though. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. I mean, think about it. You'd, uh, you'd basically go straight into business with Gary, ben- uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. That'd be yep. just a whole different thing. Hey Gary, <laughs> we're going to do this for your like wine, wine TV or whatever it is that he has. Um, it will be the best wine you ever have too. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, why? Cause it's free. um so yeah i mean that that would be my advice to a new a newbie um if somebody's more established uh i guess the advice would be a little bit different depending on you know where they're at and what they're doing um but uh one big piece of media advice i guess that i could give that it would apply to anybody is is really really take advantage of retargeting if you're not Really? Um, okay, yep. so who's the best? Well, obviously, it would be you was one of the best people for this, but like someone like you guys, do you guys have a course on retargeting as well, or is that in development? 
Uh, I don't have a specific course on retargeting, but we do teach that in uh, in in some of our Facebook uh, courses. Dude, what's your Facebook uh, course? You haven't even told me about this. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I've got I've got a couple of them. Um, so I've got uh, one that's called Seventeen Advanced Facebook Advertising Secrets. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and that one, that one is just a collection of 17 uh, different tactics that you can apply to an existing campaign and, and really take things to the next level. Um, and I'm in the process of finishing up uh, a full course right now. It'll, it'll be done uh, before the end of the month. And, and this one is, is really unique because what, what I'm actually doing is I'm, I'm putting the training videos that I use for my staff members uh, into a course. And these training videos are actually a case study of how we do our entire process from A to Z, from uh, starting with the research in uh, identifying our market and creating a customer avatar um, to creating ad copy to then launching a campaign and optimizing and scaling the campaign to, you know, from zero to $5,000 a day in spend. Awesome. Yep. And it's a complete case study showing how we do everything. It's literally, we're step by step. This is how you do it. This is why we do it. And then it's walking through an example of, of it with the results that the client got from us doing that at the same time. So it's, it's pretty unique. That's pretty awesome because uh, that's something that, um, believe it or not, that I learned best with because I went through like someone else's product on t-shirt selling because I tried it like a year ago and, again, lost my ass trying to sell t-shirts. Mm -hmm. um, just did like a fast campaign. I find those courses are always the best ones, like where they go, right, here you go, this is what you do, get it done. Just makes life a lot easier. Yep. Yep. I, I mean, I always like step by step, like, you know, I, I've got, I buy every, pretty much every course and, and most of them stay in this kind of highbrow conceptual area, like what you talked about with Dan's stuff. And so a certain type of person can take that and do it. But, you know, I, I like to show, okay, here's, here's, here's what you do first. Here's what you do next. And then while I'm showing them that explain the why behind it. And I find that it, it, people are able to take that and get better results. Yeah, I mean, that's like probably one of the best ways to do it. And I find that that's like a mass majority thing because the way Dan does it, bless him, I mean, Dan's a legend, obviously. For, <laughs> there's no denying that he is who he is. Um, but the, the reason I think he does it is because of the era that he grew up in and how like all the information products back then were developed. So it's just stayed that way. Mm -hmm. Whereas a lot of the stuff that we've got going on right now is um, there is another thing that we're kind of battling which is entrepreneur add mm -hmm. which is a ridiculous thing it's like i think every entrepreneur eventually gets it where they have like yes i'm completely focused or it's like i want to it's shiny object syndrome but on a whole new level because you know you just you want to keep going and find the thing will make you money the fastest but yeah, yep I, I, yep go on well, I was going to say, uh, when Dan launched his first uh, information product, the average adult attention span at that time was 20 minutes. Today, it's seven seconds. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Same time we both thought that. <laughs> but yeah, man, seriously, it's like one of my favorite things to do. And this is why I wanted to, I'm so glad that you decided to like uh, get on the call with me today was simply because um, 
one of the big issues that I've actually found with a lot of entrepreneurs as well, and I always like to get this from like other people's perspective as well, is uh, breakdown programs. Like, you know, where people break stuff down like case studies, but they do it properly. So it's not like, hey, man, I'm going to show you this breakdown, but then I'm going to stop like halfway through and not really tell you what to do with it. I'm just going to tell you why it worked and let you guess. I hate those programs. I like, I'd rather be like, because uh, I've got something called the copy lab. Mm-hmm. which is literally what we do. We break down seven figure plus sales letters and then just say to people, Hey, yeah. Um, go ahead. And like, this is how you apply it to your current state of marketing. So if uh, you're trying to build an us versus them dynamic, this is how it works in this package. And this is what Clayton did and shit like that. A, mm, nice. Yeah. It's like ridiculous responsive. I'm sure you've got something like that as well, but kind of like sidetracking away from what I wanted to talk to you about. Like, asking next was um movies like do you ever use like movies and like pop culture with your like facebook ads and your actual ads itself uh not in the ads themselves i do use that stuff in in email copy good man yep uh like we did we just did a an email recently where we it was all around uh back to the future (laughs) and that that email worked so good it was it was incredible yeah i mean that's taking advantage of a huge social trend because was it around the same time that everyone uh, online was trying to compare like what the similarities were between back to the future in 2015 yep yep it's a pretty good idea man i mean that's another strategy all on its own really yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. If you, you know, when we're, when we're using pop culture references in anything, I always try to piggyback it on something that's trending. Um, cause it just, it, for whatever reason, you know, because it's top of conscious and it's everywhere, I believe, you know, it, it just gets so much more attention. And that's, that's really ultimately what we're fighting for these days. And in, in any form of marketing is just getting attention. Yeah, it really is. And it helps you, st- it helps you like really stick out of that, of, um, out of people's awareness because like people just be like oh wow you know didn't see this or didn't see that coming um but yeah so observation yeah, the, stuff. The, the subject line on that email was hello mcfly <laughs> <laughs> love it love it i think we had like a 45 percent open rate on that love it i wonder what you know what? i wish you could have split tested that with hello butthead and see who would have opened that <laughs> and see if they would have got the reference though Oh, yeah, I love doing email stuff like that, though my favorite one of all time has to be the Frankenstein email that I did, like, years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I really wish my computer had, my laptop hadn't crashed, because uh, I had it written down, and I've got to find, like, if I have a backup somewhere. But it was um, talking about how uh, Frankenstein, it was, I think the subject line was, like, Igor, it's alive. And then it just talked about how Frankenstein was just trying to help people. Uh, Dr. Frankenstein was actually trying to help people live longer. And he got told off for of trying to build other things, um, like by taking parts of other people and putting them together. And then how you relate it down to like the exact same pieces that you're trying to build. This monster is your business that you're trying to build by using other people's pieces. In fact, what you need to understand is like people look at you weird and this is really all the components you need to put this thing together and we get it going. Did you did you write that email for yourself or was that for a client? I actually wrote that for myself and for a client. Okay, I I I remember reading that email. I don't know whose list it was on, but I remember reading that. That was a good one. Thank you. Um. Wow. Okay. It's either. I don't know. Was it Alex Goad? 
could be. Yeah, because if it was for Alex, it was around the same time I intend for him, so it could have been. Yeah, that was. I don't remember. I'm on so many lists. <laughs> I, I I'm gonna give advice to anyone that's new right now. There's uh, one thing that I would advise you to do more than anything. Um, if you sign up to different lists, please do not use your actual main email address that has your name in it. Um, use something like. I don't know, whatever your name is, 23 at whatever savageuse.com, not like, um, you know, your name at gmail.com, because I swear to God, you're, you will hate that email address after a while and be like, damn, I, I need this for employer work. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to get busy in that inbox. Yeah, I've burned so many email addresses <laughs> signing up to lists. <laughs> My friend is the worst for that. Like he, he genuinely puts fake email addresses just so he can see what the opt-in is. I'm like, dude, what the hell? He's like, yeah, I, I'm not going to confirm. It's fine. If they single opt-in, they're stupid. I'm like, I agree with you. <laughs> should never single opt-in. Unless it's for solo ad buys, then, you know, go ahead and do that. Yep, yep. Cool. All right, so there is, uh, there is one big thing. We're coming up to like the big kind of area. As much as I love talking to you, I don't want to keep you too long because I know it's... Uh, you're busy and it's Tuesday and it's, uh, you're coming up to let your time off. I hope don't let that peptic also get your, get in your way, my friend. Um, so there's three things that we always like doing at the end of every podcast. And it's basically getting three tips from you, uh, the speaker to show people like how they can move. Like it's a universal tip. Doesn't matter if you're new, you're intermediate, you're advanced. It's three things they can use in order to really help their business move forward. Like is, so what would the three tips be in your opinion? Okay, the, the biggest piece of advice that I can give anybody is to know your customer better than they know themselves. Like you really have to uh, identify your ideal customer avatar and, and get very specific with that because the more you can, you can know about that person, the better you can make all of your marketing from your ad copy all the way through your funnel and your, your conversions will go through the roof. That, that bar none is the secret, in my opinion, to making money. That is pretty much, yeah. Uh, Eugene Schwartz talks about that as well, right through advertising. Mm -hmm. That's actually a really mm -hmm. good one. Okay, so that's step one. Step one. Yes. All right, step, step two in terms of a tip is uh, – stick to one thing just like i had uh had mentioned earlier for the for the newbies um master one one media channel master one funnel model get it all dialed in and squeeze every penny that you can out of that before you turn your attention to anything else awesome then the the third tip uh is really just uh always test tweak and refine because um, there nine times out of ten you can improve something along the lines of your process and so there's there's so many areas that you can that you can test in a, in a mark online marketing funnel um, there's testing on the ad copy there's testing on the imagery there's testing on the interests that you're targeting and then when you get into your funnel there's design there's color scheme there's copy there's uh, there's all these different elements and so you can constantly be testing and tweaking and if you commit yourself to that you will get something that works and then once you get it to work and you keep doing that you'll actually make incremental changes and you can we've literally taken uh 
you know, funnels that were losing money and turned them into 500% ROI funnels by just continuing to test and tweak and refine. Yeah, I, I truly believe that one. That. So that's, that's three amazing tips, which sound a lot like a copywriter, in my opinion. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding around. <laughs> it's like, um, that's pretty awesome, though. I really do appreciate you uh, giving those tips because they're actually amazing. So guys, go ahead and check out uh, Jason's uh, site, which is, I'm going to let him give it because, again, I'm going to murder his surname. Yeah, it's uh, jasonhornungagency.com. So it's J-S-O-N-H-O-R-N-U-N-G-A-G-E-N-C-Y.com. Really long, really long word. Yeah, really long URL, just, you know, for the hell of it. I'll, I'll, put, I'll put the link underneath and in the podcast so they can go ahead and get it out and check it out and stuff. But check out his stuff and bother the crap out of him. I mean, it's, it's pretty fun. I mean, send him cat videos all the time. He loves those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have, this, I have this little thing where I kind of almost have to respond to everybody. So if you do hit me up on Facebook, you will get a response at some point in time. Yeah, he's really cool like that and gets his stuff done. Um, but yeah, guys, go ahead and check out um, Jason's site. Also is sponsored by purelyhosting.com forward slash addle. That's where you guys can get your website uh, set up and ready to go. Uh, and also, I'm just going to throw this one out there. We're launching the Copy Lab real soon, so go check that out because we've got three different giveaways right now. Uh, we've got something called the Formula, Funnel Formula Basic, which is a basic, straightforward funnel. Um, we have the winning opt-in formula, which is a squeeze page, uh, the, a layout for a squeeze page that you guys can use to get really, really good conversion rates. And finally, um, the three email welcome thing. So like, you know, how to write your first three emails for welcoming. So basically you've got the first three parts of Jason's system right there, ready for you guys to go if you just visit the site. That's killer. I know, I totally developed the last two like yesterday and then this happens. <laughs> coincidence it's, it's almost fate right <laughs> almost or just predetermined adult genius marketing and you know who knows just crazy powers. <laughs> anyway guys thank you for joining us today on another episode hopefully i get jason back in the studio another time because you know this has been fun for me uh, yeah, Adel, I'm really grateful that you had me on. I hope everybody, uh, you know, got good info from what we talked about. And um, I'm looking forward to connecting and, and meeting you personally and, and doing some shredding. Definitely, man. Take care, guys, and thank you for being with us. Again, check out the links, as always, below um, this podcast. Have a good time. Check out Jason. He's absolutely awesome. And we're both out. <laughs>